0: We had a collaboration with some Chinese com- uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it.
1: We know that the people who are dying from this vax- from this uh, disease.
0: Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against.
1: You've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit as much as he touts that he
0: cares about it he doesn't this is our revolution it's not theirs don't let them take it from you don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not it's ours and we will have it it is wednesday the first day of december the year of our lord 2021 i'm johnny anderson alongside bruce adams today unfortunately gp is not able to make it i did call him and speak to him this morning just as he was rolling out of bed to go back down to his dock and go fishing for snapper while he was waving at manatees, but he, uh, he's not able to, uh, he's not able to make it. Unfortunately, he's working on another side project. Uh, and so, uh, we expect to see him first part of the week. Also, uh, I did speak to Marty yesterday as well. He will be on with us tomorrow, uh, God willing. So let's uh, let's hope and pray that he will make it because we love hearing his considered and informed opinion. But today, we're not going to discuss our
1: usual topics.
0: We're going to talk about some other things today. Bruce, how are you today? Um
1: healthy and alive. Yeah, still... Uh a bit of stuffy nose. But uh, other than that, yeah, good.
0: It's that Omicron variant is what it is. You are patient zero. Uh, The sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci has detected the first case in the United States this afternoon. Uh, Unfortunately, it's in San
1: Francisco. You're not in San Francisco, are you? Yeah, no, not in San Francisco. And um, I'm, I'm curious how we only just now had a case of this because this specific variant has been around since november of last year I'm, I'm curious how we're just now getting a case of it yeah it was discovered last year and oh. they're only just now talking about it oh yeah okay probably because it fits the narrative it now. fits the
0: narrative yeah it, it fits the narrative and today uh you've got the the craziness of the eu coming out and saying we're just going to require vaccination for the whole block <laughs> all right um Okay, good Good luck with that. Uh, you guys are close to lighting that candle anyway, so why not, right? <laughs> why not further the insanity? Let's just throw another log on the fire. I'm going to talk about one thing with COVID today, but then we're going to go into some other stuff. Biden to enact strict COVID regulations on U.S. air travel in response to the Omicron variant from last year. <laughs> So the uh, the fully jabbed people are not happy. They are not happy. And more to the point, a lot of the European countries, they're finding out this week that they're double jabbed and they're like, wait a minute, I'm going to lose my vaccination status if I don't take a booster. I didn't sign up for that. Uh, No, you didn't. What we tried to tell you. But anyway, again, not going to argue that today. Uh, Just for clarification, this is Uh international travel. In and this out is of interna- the U.S. Yes, this is international travel. Uh, this okay. is not domestic okay. travel yet, but you notice yet. that they're floating mm-hmm. that on the the mainstream. So you know that'll mm-hmm. eventually be there. Every other country is doing domestic travel. Uh, Canada just did domestic travel yesterday, so you know darn good and well it's coming to the U.S. Uh, mm-hmm. The Biden administration is set to announce some some of the strictest COVID regulations on American citizens since the start of the pandemic. According to the Washington Post, multiple federal health officials told the outlet, that which is enhanced, by the way, uh, that in preparation for the Biden administration's winter COVID protocols, uh, so we're just, it's like it's a seasonal thing now. Is, is that what it is? So we have winter protocols, we got spring protocols, win- summer protocols. Fall protocols. I mean, that's, yeah, okay. There will be strict testing requirements for all travelers into entering the United States, including Americans. I didn't know we were testing anyone other than Americans up to this point. I could have been mistaken. Uh, all air travelers that plan to enter the U.S. will be expected to submit a negative COVID test within one day of departure despite vaccination status. The current policies include submitting a negative COVID test within 24 hours for those that are unvaccinated, while those that are vaccinated are allowed 72 hours. Uh, How does that make any sense? Because you're actually more transmissible than the unvaccinated. Uh, How does that make any sense? Uh, The Biden White House is going to. okay, whatever. In addition. President Biden is weighing controversial protocols that would require all travelers, including U.S. citizens, to self-quarantine for seven days, even if they submit a negative test result.
1: Did you hear what I just said? So, uh, okay, first, um, before we get too far from it, I'm I'm sure all the listeners caught it. But uh, and you did kind of point it out. Why, if you're vaccinated, are you having to take a test to see if you're COVID positive or not? You've been vaccinated against it. So you're safe, right? You're good. You're 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 immunized, right? R- right, guys? Right. Oh, yeah, oh, sure. Uh, uh, yeah.
0: as part of an this I'm reading from the actual Washington Post clip. As part of an enhanced there's that word again. As part of an enhanced winter COVID strategy, Biden plans to announce Thursday, uh, that US officials will require everyone entering the United States to be tested one day before boarding flight, regardless of asking. Okay, whatever. Uh in addition, They are debating a controversial proposal that would require all travelers, including U.S. citizens, to self-quarantine for seven days, even if their test results are negative. Those who flout the requirements might be subject to fines and penalties. The first time such penalties would be linked to testing and quarantine measures for travelers in the United States. Oh, you didn't think it was just going to stay in Australia, did you? No, you didn't think it was just going to stay there. Now, the uh, some of the lefties are, man, they're just they're kicking off about this, right? Because they've been they've been double jabbed and boosted and everything else. And, and, you know, they're really happy about putting that all over Twitter because it's a public status symbol now. And here's a response from one on this particular thread. This is nonsense. I decided to get vaccinated plus the booster. I shouldn't be treated the same as the people out there, depending on prayer, good luck and dewormer. I'm going to raise holy hell if Biden lands here. You see, Bruce, he's upset. He's upset. He's not happy. He's not happy that he's being treated with such disrespect after he was doing what was expected of him.
1: Yeah, so I, I want to enter that um, polarized state that we've been trying, they, they, they've tried to default us into, you know, and I, I, I want to just retaliate in the, the typical left, right, blah, blah, blah nonsense. But I'll refrain from it and just point out that this is what we've been saying. It does not matter. It's, it's all about control um i don't I don't know why you thought the the two class system, you were going to be uh, the, the top of the the class system uh for doing what you were told. You, uh, you're the one with the power and the authority in this system. You're supposed to be the ruling governing body, and you were taking orders from those your employees, basically. You were taking orders from them, and now it, now you're thinking that the employees aren't going to usurp even more control. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm, you've given them this much power and control, they can literally hold a gun to your head now, and take whatever the hell they want, and what are you going to do about it? Uh, Keep conforming
0: absolute idiots. Just keep conforming. All right. Uh, like I said, I'm not really in the mood to discuss COVID stuff today because it's just more of the same perpetual fear and hype. And I mean, that's all you're seeing. And I, I don't even want to talk about that. Uh, I want to talk about some other stuff today. Uh, let's talk. Do you want to do the OK? So I, I want to touch on the Alec Baldwin thing because there's a special coming out tomorrow on ABC with him and George Stephanopoulos. I want to talk about that. Uh, Bruce, I'm going to let you pick. We've got the Chris Cuomo thing for CNN. We've got the Roe v. Wade thing that I definitely want to touch on at the Supreme Court. And then we've got a Biden staffer, an exclusive that was done by uh, the National Pulse on a a Biden staffer that got an all expenses paid trip to China with some other people from the administration or with some other people from, yeah, with some other people from the
1: administration. Uh, So I will let you choose. Where would you like to start? Which one do you want to do first? Um... Okay, so uh, I'll go down the list. Baldwin, we've already kind of gone over. Um, yeah, we did a break that whole nonsense. One, yeah. It's, yeah. it's 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 pretty much it's his fault. Um, the Cuomo thing. I'm actually uh, i'm i'm pretty disappointed in that one. And and the reason I'm disappointed in the Cuomo thing is this is about a sexual. Uh, um, I don't I don't know if it's assault or or harassment. I'm not really sure which one it is. But um, I, on my scale i kind of I, I I kind of put murder of people thousands of people because of uh government policy and reporting from both the cuomo brothers. I kind of put that higher on the scale of importance versus sexual harassment now sexual harassment and assault is way up there as well assault higher than harassment but I'm sorry murder is way 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 higher. So the fact that they're getting their comeuppance because of a sexual harassment or assault, um get out of here. I I I did just no. I I I no. It's not good enough. I'm sorry. It, it, both of them should hang for the for the atrocities that were done because one was committing the atrocities, the other one was doing cover. It's literally the bank robber and the getaway car driver.
0: He uh so you're, you're talking so about okay, the, so you're talking about the murder thing. Yeah. Uh the, yeah. the nursing home stuff. Okay. Well fine. the the home So you've homes, co- yeah. All right, so you've covered that. So uh, <laughs> but I do want to talk about these things. So what you you've covered that. You've given your
1: two cents on that. Oh, so oh, 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 I thought we were picking and an, I was asking uh, you where you wanted to start first. Then, no, I was asking you where you wanted uh, to start first. I see. <laughs> so I you're, thought we you're, were picking you're, which one. You're, basically, did you're, cover you're and I tell you what you
0: No, you're I tell you what you're doing. You're you're basically you're completing the entire podcast in like 5 minutes. So I wanted to discuss each yeah, one of these Yeah, pretty much. Things.
1: Yeah. Well, to be fair, that, that is me in a nutshell anyway, because I, I tend to be brash. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, OK. Uh, any of the above then? I guess uh kind of started it for us with uh, the Cuomo.
0: OK. So you want to start with Cuomo. All right. So we'll start yeah, with Cuomo. Yeah, let's start with Cuomo. OK. CNN's Jeff Zucker... Uh, calls out Chris Cuomo suspension. the appropriate, He calls it the the appropriate course of action to get rid of him. But he doesn't say why. They just say that they indefinitely suspended him. Uh, something about uh, running cover for his brother for the sexual assault scandals or whatever. And that's where they want people's focus. They don't want people's focus on the nursing home murders as you were saying. That's what they want to do. They want to run interference, but they want to flush these two guys at the same time. And we knew that there was a mix-up coming at CNN anyway. The Discovery CEO came out, what was it, like, last week or the week before and said, look, we're going to be changing a lot of things over at CNN because, well, quite frankly, it's like the worst rated news network, if you want to call it that, uh, in the United States. They've been so bad as far as ratings. Ten years ago, they started doing cooking shows because their ratings were so terrible. So I think what the highest rated show over there, I think is Anderson Cooper. I I think he has the highest rated show. I could be mistaken." I I could be mistaken. But uh, Cooper was actually, he might be getting his primetime slot. He was running, uh, he was filling in for his show the other night. So I don't know. Uh, Okay, so we knew that they were going to get rid of Cuomo. And they're probably going to get rid of Don Lemon too. I I think Don Lemon's his ratings are pretty bad. But those two guys, Lemon was on first and then it was Cuomo. Like he had the primetime slot. It was it was after Lemon, I think, was the show because they used to do like their little bro talk before they before they would start, like one would leave and then one would, one would be which that's fine. Whatever. I'm not I'm not criticizing that. But I remember when the CEO came out last week or the week before, I said I was, you and I were talking privately. I said they're going to flush Cuomo and Lemon. They're, they're going to flush these guys. And if they could somehow tie in Cuomo to his brother, then then that would make perfect sense and, and give it reasonable cause to get rid of. Him. And Jeff Zucker is probably going to get gotten rid of uh, by the CEO. He was asked about it. And said, "Well, what's the future of Jeff Zucker at C- at uh, at CNN as far as him running the network?" And he says, "Well, um, we're we're going to examine that and take that a day at a time, uh, and we're gonna we're just gonna see where that one goes." Meaning, he's probably in corporate jargon. That means he's probably not going to be there much longer. So they're probably going to lose him. They got Lemon on the chopping block now because of some sexual allegations. That's what they're trying to tr- trying to throw at him. Uh, I'm assuming that's that's probably how they're going to get rid of him. Uh, there's I, a yeah, there's a know. current
1: lawsuit with with Lemon. He uh. Um, took the sweat from his taint <laughs> and wiped it on someone's God. mustache. Okay,
0: that's the that's the accusation. Now, I, I believe the man. This is at a bar. He- Okay, rather he did that or rather he didn't. The man deserves his day in court, as far as I'm concerned. The man deserves his day in court. It was just like all the uh, uh what's his name, uh, the, the like the uh, the Kevin Spacey thing or the, the Bill Cosby thing. The man deserves his day in court. Okay, you got all these accusations. Okay, fine.
1: That's why we have a court system. Put him in the court and video and audio and is there oh, video of it? Sorry, of Don Lemon. <laughs> there was a video. Uh, is I that don't video? Know about okay Lenin. that I didn't know. I, I was talking about. I was talking about uh, Cosby. Oh Cosby. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. There was. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, anyway, it it doesn't matter. As far as it goes, even if there is video, whether it's for the – even it's to put the person away or if it's in their defense, they still deserve their day in court. That is our system Uh, of jurisprudence. That's what has to happen. We have to have it. So – uh, Don Lemon. Uh, if that's what happens to him, then that's what happens
1: to him. But he deserves his day in court. Th- At the moment, I believe there's just allegations. Uh, but um, It's going to end up like all the others, and it's going to end up the, the, the person that's alleging the crime is going to get paid off, uh-huh. and it's not even going to be seen in court. It's not going okay. go anywhere. So and
0: and it, it could disappear. be that it could be that, and the network could say, okay, well, in response to that, so we'll do the payoff. We don't want any of the bad press. We'll we'll terminate the contract, and then everybody walks away happy and everyone's clean. Uh,
1: that's I don't I don't think Lemon has he he's not he's not a lawyer as well, is he? I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so. Lemon Quo- has Cuomo that is. benefit. Cuomo is yeah yeah. So there's there's a there's a rumor from. I've brought up before with Tubin, and that's kind of the, the same rumor there. as to... He, sh- he should not even be there. He shouldn't. Um, but there's rumor from some people that used to work at CNN that this is probably the same thing that's going on with Cuomo uh, because he's a lawyer as well. And it's likely that they have some uh, information that they don't want public. And so they they, they were... Essentially, paying him off, giving him a show to uh, keep him quiet, uh-huh. and um, uh, the the individual that uh, had worked there before, well, actually, a, a company. Um, now, they gave their story on another podcast yesterday. talked about it and w- without naming names and any of that kind of stuff. And yeah, when you see a, a legal analyst on CNN they 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 probably they they probably know some some dirty dealings of CNN and that's why they're on there to basically pay them off more or less
0: could be i mean everybody knows what Tubman is, is famous for he's the guy that was Handling himself on the Zoom call when he shouldn't have been, I, he was working for choking the
1: chicken, flogging <laughs> the log, however you want to name it. I was,
0: I was trying to avoid, you know, actually saying that because you know we are a family <laughs> show, but yeah. I was trying to talk around it in as, as conservative way as possible. But he was doing that, and of course he single-handedly ended up on, <laughs> on the network as a as an analyst but but he shouldn't be there he he was, he was a contributor at the
1: time by the way was he a contributor i thought he was i think he, was he was a contributor to like at New or something uh he was a contributor at the time when when he was choking the chicken on the on the zoom call <laughs> and it, it the, the thing is, is it wasn't like it was just like you know it was a it was a face cam footage and he was just doing it the business there no, everything was in full view oh boy uh, um yeah, so wow. it, it has to be awkward in the office, yeah uh, with him there, but why exactly did they hire him after I don't know. that? I, I don't know. Unless
0: it's what you're <laughs> saying, you know, it's, he's just got he's got some dirt on some people behind the scenes. But like I said, there's a shakeup coming at that network. Zucker is is Jeff Zucker. It's possible that he could be out. Obviously, Cuomo's already out indefinitely suspended. That means they fired him. Uh, they'll pay out his contract and then he'll move on. They're trying to get rid of Lemon. They've got to get rid of Brian Stelzer, for God's sake. They have got to get rid of him. He has the worst ratings on television, I think. I think he has got to go uh
1: actually the- uh i was looking at that because you, you were you were kind of talking about which show was top you know and uh-huh. all that so i was i was looking at uh seeing what the ratings and everything for cnn is Uh huh. i don't have the show like specific shows but i thought this was interesting for quarter three of 2021 yeah prime time for yeah, cnn so quarter, monday through quarter, sunday uh-huh yeah this is yeah quarter three um eight hundred and twenty two thousand you're kidding me. For the entirety of quarter 3? No way. Now, I'm assuming they're averaging maybe averaging was, uh, over that yeah. quarter 3? Yeah. That that's you, my assumption, that's, but uh, all of quarter that's, 3. That's what they averaged out.
0: For an international news outlet. It, like yep. as in like Anderson Cooper's on TV here <laughs> where I'm at is, you know what I mean? Like I I can I can watch Cuomo's show here every day. I can record
1: it if I want. Yeah. And do you know, you know, the the prime, the uh, prime age group that they want, you know, the 25 to 54, that's the prime age group they want to hit. Yeah. Of that age group, 188,000. You gotta be kidding me. Why are they still on the air? Like any other, any I, other time, any other, any other time in
0: history, these people wouldn't even be on the air. They'd be like the whole network would just be like bought out by somebody and, and just well, like dissolved.
1: Everybody in that age bracket. What, what are you doing? You're, you're going to your favorite podcast. You're getting the news from uh, news commentary people that have similar ideals to yourself and getting the news there. I mean, uh, I, oh, give you, to give you an example, I'll name one of the big shows that uh, conservative media, Stephen Crowder's show. I would rather sit down and watch Steven Crowder's show going over the same topics that CNN would go over, but mm-hmm. from him. One, it's far more entertaining and two, um, I agree with him more on more things than I do with CNN and it's more palpable. And even when I don't agree with him on something, he has a logical reasoning behind why he believes it. It's not some BS nonsense that CNN comes up with and it tries to feed you lies over and over again. It it has some kind of foundation, some kind of substance to it. I would much rather something like that than, than CNN. So just from that perspective, I, I see why that ratings suck.
0: I'm I'm quite partial to uh to Pat Gray myself cuz I I think he's hilarious. Yeah. And I, I know he, he does yeah. yeah, he he does uh he does a morning show and he's got the video podcast that comes up later on in the afternoon uh and I'll I'll watch him. Uh I you know I'll just flip on the TV or whatever uh in in the evenings and I'll turn that on. And it, it's just it's fun. it's a morning show, it's like really laid back, but there's still like some politics that are like weaved into it. Yeah. And it's just yeah. it's really it's it's like his, I, I've listened to him for a long time, but his, his like morning show radio style comedy, just, <laughs> it just makes me laugh because it's like the laid back politics. You know what I mean? And, and there's humor to it. Like they, he does a really good job with it. So I like that. Uh, I also like, uh, the guy that's also at the blaze network, he's running for the governor of the state of Texas. Now is uh, Chad prison. Yeah. He's an actual comedian and he yeah. is hilarious. Like that that is hilarious. They talk about real stuff, as in like you're talking about stuff with like substance and, and, yeah. and actual dialogue between different people. But it's just like there's comedy in there and it's just it's so funny, just like Crowder. They're there's so funny. Yep. Like he had uh during the during the original lockdowns last year, Stephen Crowder, I remember watching the special he did with uh with Alex Jones, you know, the crazy nut guy down there in Texas. All the travel was shut down, like you weren't allowed to drive anywhere or something. And so Jones took a helicopter over to Crowder Studio, and he landed. He gets out of the helicopter. It was just hilarious. He gets out of the helicopter. And he's got a bottle of Jack Daniels in his hands, and he goes over and he starts taking a leak in the bush right next to the restroom. <laughs> and then they sit down and they have cigars and they talk politics. Like that's funny. That's funny. You've got to have so- if you're going to talk politics, especially now, then you've got to have some comedy into it as well. You, it, you you have to. I mean, I know we're serious around here all the time, but man man. every now and again, we've just got to step back and and take a little bit of a break from it. Uh, And and you've got to to have some fun with it, right? I mean, you can't be serious all the time. Think about it like being in a, because I mean, make no mistake, we are in a war here, are we not? I mean, it's a different form of warfare, but we're in one. And technically, by bouncing around ideas and, and, and talking off of each other and having the dialogues that we do, in a real sense, we're in a foxhole, aren't we? Well, there's a couple of things about foxholes when it comes to war and being on the battlefield. There are no atheists in foxholes. That's number one, right? So get your spiritual house in order. Number two, the person that's so serious in the foxhole all the time, that's usually the first guy that pops his head up and gets killed. You've got to have some humor, even when you're out there, and bullets are flying over your head, right? When I'm talking about bullets, I'm speaking as in a an, in an, metaphorically. In an, yeah, as, it's metaphorically as in like we're dodging bullets as in like all the different things and all these things are thrown at us every day. So all these different topics and, and all these different things we're having to maneuver. So- in that sense, you've got to have humor. You've got to have humor. And I like the fact that there is humor. I mean, Anderson Cooper, right? Anderson Cooper on CNN. That is just, oh, man, it's dull. That is dull. Who wants to watch Wolf Blitzer? Who wants to watch that? Who wants to watch? um, Okay, let's go to the Fox networks. Who, Who wants to watch anybody over there? Tucker Carlson. okay. all right. I, I understand. I get why people like him. He does some great pieces, some great monologues and stuff. Not going to fault the guy. Quite frankly, I don't yeah. think he belongs on that network. I mean, I, I don't think he belongs there. Go sign up with one of these independent networks somewhere. Uh, Tucker, trust me, you'll get a bigger audience. Quite I'm frankly, I think he's still there. I'm surprised he's still there. And quite frankly, I'm surprised that the uh, the network is even doing as well as it is. But I believe that's because of him. So, you know, I, I could be uh, could be mistaken. But anyway,
1: isn't Levin still on Fox? Technically, he
0: he is yeah he did an interview with trump there last week that we played yeah
1: Yeah. but he's also he's also with the blaze he's with the blaze he's with the blaze too that's why i was that's why i was like um the the blaze does things interestingly um technically all of their um all the people that that have different shows there they're with the blaze but technically not so i i think how they're how it's how they're contractors basically all of them are are they're, they're in a contract. They're not actual employees. I think is how they're doing it. Um, but anyway, all that to say, um, that would make sense as to why Levin is still on Fox, but he has a contract with the Blaze um, and he's he gets pretty big numbers as well.
0: He does. Uh, you got a couple others over there. Uh, Laura Ingram and uh, of course, Hannity, you know, he's he's always, he's been there for a long time. But honestly, I I, I just I can't do I can't do those networks, any of them. I, I don't care if it's if it's Fox or, or any of this. I, ca- I can't do any of that stuff. Uh, the last time I was in the States, I, m- I remember I was telling you, I, I sat down with some people that had Fox News going on on the TV in their living room, and I'm sitting there for like two minutes, two, three minutes. And I'm like, how can you watch this? How how can you wa-? like this is this is just fluff. None of this means anything. How can how can you watch this? So I, I don't know. All right. A- anything else on the mainstream media?
1: Um, no, uh, I'll just say that uh, I think it is. Uh, dead and you're just seeing the spasms as they try to figure out how to resuscitate it and i don't i don't think they're going with the demographics and the way things have changed and how quickly things have changed unless you have the big tech oligarchs start doing some massive changes and really starting to crack down on the uh the uh, censorship and all that kind of stuff, and basically not allowing anyone to have any freedom of speech or any of those kind of things. I don't think you're going to see the mainstream take off again. Uh, I think this is the. Now this they're is finished. Them-
0: In all countries, by the yeah. way, not just the US. They're finished. Yeah in all countries. The, the ratings are pretty similar in, in a lot of these other nations. It's it's pretty pretty horrible. And you, you see people with these protest movements all across the world, down under and across Europe and the United States with placards all across these movements saying, the media is the virus. The media is dead. The media is lying to you. So people people know. You know, at least the ones that that count for something, they actually know. Uh, this is breaking. Bruce, I know this is going to shock you. Stacey Abrams is running for the governor of the state of Georgia.
1: Yeah, because she's the uh, rightful governor of Georgia. As yeah, she she used
0: to be the next governor of the state of Georgia. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no surprise that she's running, as you said. I I, I just I, I, I don't know. Um I'm, well, they didn't get the mail-in voting part last time, so <laughs> they're going to they have it this time. They have I, it this time. They don't have it this time. I don't think. With I think it was w- Texas and Georgia were the two that that fixed their voting systems to where it's no longer mail-in. They can't do that any longer. Can they not do it anymore? I, you remember the debacle um, with baseball? They were supposed to. There was supposed to be a game there or something. Yeah, the and they All-Star ended up, game? like we're not going to have the game there. And yeah. then it ended up being, it was Texas and Georgia were in the finals. <laughs> yeah. They had to play in Atlanta. Yeah. 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 Okay. So and then of course, Atlanta won. Both of those states. Yeah.
0: yeah. Think of how much money yeah, you, and both, uh, you idiots lost down there because of that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I'm pretty sure both of those states were, that's why it was so ironic that those two did because, um, uh, the, 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 they, they were trying to crack down on those states and say, we weren't going to do business with you anymore because of your voting laws and, and they're the two states that <laughs> play. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, by the way, I'm sure that this probably doesn't have anything to do with it, but uh, she just announced that she's running for governor of Georgia in 2022, of course, the midterms. Uh, two days ago, and again, I'm sure this has nothing to do with it. Two days ago, the solar energy company Halogen uh, announced that it has nominated Stacey Abrams to their board. That's uh, that's not a conflict of interest at all. No, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. No, they're just they, no. they're just they're trying to gain some insight into yeah. Into uh, into solar energy and in the Build Back Better initiative, yeah. of course, of course, that's all it yeah, is. It's she nothing has, more than that. She has she's got she all the
1: a ton, many years of
0: experience with yes, yes, she does renewables and with renewable energy. Yes, yes, she she's got as much experience with renewable energy as Hunter Biden does with
1: diamonds and oil <laughs> and so arts. If she ends up winning, I I hope the people in Georgia call for an audit immediately. Actually. I I I would call for an audit either way. I don't have much trust in our system currently. I would I would, think you would
0: have an audit in all 50 states. I mean that's what I've been wanting for, uh, you know, the since November 3rd, I want audits in all uh, well, yeah, I, I want audits in all 50 states. Rather, rather Trump won or not, I don't care. I, I want audits in all 50 states, and I want them down to the local level. I want federal, state, and local all across the board. I want school board members. I want uh, and any elected official, anybody that's on a ballot. I want audits everywhere. All right, uh, let's get to the Supreme Court. Big day today at the Supreme Court. Uh, they are they are ruling excuse me well they're not ruling they're hearing uh, a mississippi abortion case that could overturn roe versus wade which is the uh, abortion bill Okay, where where do we want to start with this? Lawmakers on the hill remain divided after the Supreme Court heard arguments Wednesday in a case that questions the near 50-year precedent set under Roe v. Wade, which let's just start, Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's just let's pick an entry point. Let's start right there. Let's start with the the Roe v. Wade ruling. I recall, and maybe you can reclarify, I recall You saying when we discussed this that was coming up on the docket, this is it's here now. So I remember when this was being put on the docket to be brought up that you had told me, which I didn't even know. You had told me that the precedent in which they ruled on that case turned out to not even be true. Roe versus Wade.
1: Yeah. It, so the, the precedent doesn't really work anymore. The, the, the whole thing with this, they're, they're saying 50 years of precedent. We have over 200 years of precedent when it comes to this. It's enshrined in our declaration. We believe that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness right there in the just that the first document that we used to declare our sovereignty right there life and somehow we 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 okayed abortion for 50 years it, well it's been 60 years but well i'm following I, it, the uh... there is it, i'm i'm lost
0: I'm, I'm following the updates here as they come in. And there, there's another one coming right now. But as of 30 minutes ago, lawmakers on the Hill remain divided. Okay. Uh, congressional leaders have dubbed the case Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health. <laughs> Don't you love how they rebrand these things? Uh, the most consequential abortion case in decades. This is a quote from Senator Elizabeth Warren. You know, the uh, the woman who says that, you know, all of our military bases around the world are already underwater because of rising sea levels and climate change. This is the woman who celebrates Native American heritage Day and claims to be a native american and she's like what is it one one point or 0.164th of native american is is what she is
1: it's even less than that it's something like 0.000128 or something like that it's like a really small number
0: yeah uh, if the supreme court of the united states overturns roe v wade millions of or millions will lose access to abortion ca- abortion care.
1: Yeah, you hear this? Abortion care. And decades of precedent will be overturned. Good. You know, uh, <laughs> this is this is a bit controversial. Coke figure me controversial. I am of the opinion that it is murder and the mother that goes in for the operation procedure is um an accomplice to murder.
0: On that point, you see how disgusting it is
1: that she's calling it abortion care. Oh, yeah. It's just as it's just as egregious as saying re- reproductive health. <laughs> yes, Mr. Gates. Yes.
0: If we do a really great job with this on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health, well, we can lower that number by 10 to 15 percent, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. And how many have we murdered now so far? It's like 60 million. Yeah, know, something yeah like that. It's, it's pretty terrible. Yeah, it's it's pretty
0: terrible. You know what? I don't want to get into these these clips or, and quotes of these just these Congress people. I just I can't even stand it. The one of Warren, that's bad enough. There's some Republican ones that have ruled in it. Uh, John Thune, Republican from South Dakota's so Roe v. Wade was a bad decision. Uh, the Supreme Court acted far outside of the Constitution when it created the precedent nearly 50 years ago. And again, like I was saying earlier, didn't you tell me that the original case that was supposed to be the original what Roe v. Wade? Wade was based on like the the woman that was supposed to have, the the child who was supposed to have been aborted to set the ruling for that case wasn't actually aborted.
1: Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't actually aborted. And um, in fact, the the woman uh, that put forth the 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 case she later became a um, anti-abortion. Like she was a uh-huh. you know quarter of life. Yeah. she uh, ended up becoming born again christian it's it's kind of they 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 try to kind of dispute it a bit and say well she didn't actually become born again cuz she she it she just did it for money she was hurting for money in the end and blah 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 and she was doing it for um i don't know the, the donations um
0: mm-hmm. my there, favorite yeah go
1: ahead just a a quick th- a theological thing on there if uh, the the bible talks about this uh, in the New Testament, where um, you had some preachers, quote unquote preachers, that were spreading the gospel, but they were doing it in a malicious sense, just to make money. Uh, and you know what the response to that was? The gospel is still getting told. So preached. So in the in the sense of uh, her case, if she was just there, she was a charlatan, and she just you know she changed her mind, but didn't really change her mind. Was only doing it for um, money. She was still preaching the gospel, and she still ended up affecting change and and getting, well, saving kids. So (laughs) yeah, eh, bad motive, but uh, if that's the case, but good still came from it. Yeah.
0: My favorite Supreme Court justice, of course, uh, of course, now that Scalia is no longer with us, Clarence Thomas. He's the guy. Well, him and Alito. But Clarence, Th- the, nobody, even even Alito, hasn't stuck to his guns as much as Clarence Thomas has. Clarence Thomas has been rock solid on the Supreme Court his entire career. The, the, the man has just been stellar. He's been stellar. And I hope that he doesn't retire. I, I hope that he doesn't retire. I know he wants to, but I hope that he stays at least a few more years. Uh, I, I really hope that he does.
1: Wait until we get uh, uh, the Congress... And wait yes. till we get the house. Yes, and not just get those, but have have some with a backbone. Somebody yeah. that's going to put a good replacement in.
0: If we can shore that court up for fifty years, then we can start somewhere. I mean, it's uh, we we can get a good foothold and and have a good backstop uh, to to try and rebuild this this utter disaster these freaks have put us in. Uh, Maybe Justice like a Ted Cruz. Yeah, Ted. You know what? The Senator Cruz. They were. In the, the Trump administration, they were looking at nominating him and Cruz refused. He doesn't want to do it, though. He, he doesn't want to do it. I don't blame him. I, I really yeah. don't blame him. Who on earth would want that job right now?
1: It's it's not just that. It, he loses his, his political voice. He does. He, he does. He's no longer able to, to, to yes. you know.
0: And I agree with his standpoint on that is he can be more useful where he is as a senator,
1: which is fine. I mean, that's that's his choice. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, for now, th- that's the thing is in this moment. Uh, it'd be more useful to have him as someone with a pair and able to stand up against establishment and, and corruption and evil uh, versus having him in that uh, position, you know, maybe, maybe yeah. in like 10, 20 years, put him in that position or something. Because it, what is he like 50 now? Something like that. When his, when this. his,
0: when his Senate career is, is done, when he's done all he could do in there. Sure. Sure. Put him on the Supreme court, you know, put, put him up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wait 10 years Justice Thomas wants to know and that uh, all right we'll we'll get your take on this right because this is we're talking the theological side of it and we're talking the constitutional side of it let's have this discussion Justice Thomas wants to know on what the right to abortion is constitutionally based
1: as far as the Constitution's concerned
0: let me give you the quote let me give you the quote. This is what he asked in the courtroom. He says, but if I were to ask you what constitutional right protects the right to abortion, is it privacy? Is it autonomy? What would it be? OK, actually, that's the that, that. well, the council answered him that this is this is the answer the council gave. Mm. They said it's liberty, your honor. It's the textual perception, or excuse me, it's the perception. (laughs) That's what it is. It's the textual protection in the 14th Amendment that a state can't deprive a person of liberty without due process of law. And the court, yeah, because they care about that over the last 18 months. And the court has interpreted liberty to include the right to make family decisions and the right to physical physical autonomy, including the right to end a pre-viability pregnancy.
1: Mm. So the listener cannot see how hard I am flipping the middle finger at these people um, <laughs> i can see it. because he's he's um, just sitting
0: there like he's just sinking further down in his chair yeah. and like the scowl yeah, is the, just this, getting worse and you can starting you start to see yeah. the the carotid artery just throb yeah. on the
1: side of his neck this um this this is gaslighting 101 <laughs> they just lied to you the entire year and said we're going to mandate vaccines because we have the authority to do it And then they get this, they pull this BS from their rectal cavity and say, well, it's liberty. That's why we can kill people. (laughs) Uh, Odd. All these people are just disgusting. If you can go, if you have the choice, the right to go and murder someone, then you have the right to uh, refuse a vaccination or any medical procedure that the government says you need. I mean... This is absolutely I I can't even like what.
0: (laughs) Well, Thomas went on to say, uh, so it's all of the above. He says, but what I'm trying to focus on is if we to lower the level of generality, or at least be a little bit more specific in the old days, we used to say it was a right to privacy that the court found in the due process substantive due process clause or is it substantive due process? And I'm trying to get you to tell me, what are we relying on now? Is it privacy? Is it is it autonomy? What is it? <laughs> he goes on with, he goes on, um... I'm waiting for you to just sink a little bit further down when I give you the answer of what the council said this time. He says, I think it continues to be liberty and the right exists, whatever level of generality the court applies. There was a tradition under the common law for centuries of women being able to end their pregnancies. Uh, I, um, oh, God. Mm. But in addition, no. no, exactly. No. But in addition, when it comes to decisions related to family, marriage and childbearing, the court has done the analysis at a higher level of of generality. And that makes sense, because
1: otherwise the Constitution would reinforce the historical discrimination against women. All right, so here's what we need to decide as, as a civilization. When do you become human? At what point are you considered Are you, human? Asking, are you asking me? Well, for the sake of conversation, yeah, I'll ask you, but okay. uh, I'm I, asking the audience as well. But okay. for conversation's sake, yeah, okay, what's, what's com- your opinion I, on when, my, when
0: are you? My My personal belief is that life begins at conception. That's my personal belief.
1: Agreed. There's actually a fun little bit of science behind uh, when when the sperm and egg uh, merge. There's actually a a flash of light that's not we can't see it on on our visual receptors, but there there is as far as uh, what we can detect uh, at the infrared level. There's a there's a slight flash when that happens. Um, You can get into the theological side of things and all of that, and that's when the uh, you know life is created uh, the spirit is connected whatever whatever your analogy is there i'm i'm in the agreement its conception I, I i'm i'm struggling to think of an example in in nature and anything else of creation where they freely and willfully abort their unborn offspring I, I am I'm I'm struggling to think of any species that intentionally murders their offspring. Now there there is uh examples of after the offspring has been born, the uh quote unquote alpha will kill off the offspring because it was the previous alphas or it was a different male's bloodline, if you will. So there's examples of that. But as far as still in the womb, I can't think of any that intentionally do that. So why is it we're supposed to be a moral, um, you know, uh, looking at it from an evolutionary perspective, um, uh, what what sets us apart from animals and creatures is we we have a moral compass. We have a a conscience. So if that's the case and we don't see this in nature, what is our moral argument as to why this is okay when nature itself doesn't even do this? It, it it makes absolutely no sense. Uh, it just just on a logical thing, like this is our offspring, this is our future. There there there's case scenarios where it it's very difficult for me to to tell the individual. Yeah, you still have to to, to carry the, the the child. I I I would have difficulty telling my daughter who was just raped. Yeah, you it, it's better to to carry the child than to ab- abort it. That would be a tough situation. But in that scenario, you're punishing. Both the mother and the child for something someone else did. You you would effectively be punishing the child for the father's sin, and that that's not fair to the child, nor is it fair to the mother because there is um psychological damage that's done uh, from an abortion. Uh, it, it, I don't. This this is just. Th- the pinnacle of evil. I I I don't even know how to. This is where they get properly. their.
0: This is where they get their. Uh, I I don't I don't know what you want to really call it. Do you want to call it power? You know they're like the, the 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 gas for their engine, if you will. This is this is where they get it. You know the funny thing is is that this this uh, this thing. I I mean I really don't know what you want to call it with the uh, the the uh, the the left like the the left wing movement. I mean this this is this is what it is. I mean, they, they want this, this, I mean, let's just call it what it is. It's human sacrifice. That's what they want. I mean, these look, look at the way that they've behaved over the last 18 to 24 months with just all of this, this uh, pandemic stuff, right? Just look at that. It's become a cult movement. This is the same thing. It's it's an occultic, it's a ritualistic ordeal for them to have this. If you saw some of the videos, and, I, and I'll post a, a video or two, if we've got them, uh, up on our Telegram page for those of, us, or for those of you who are, who are subscribed to us there, of these women standing out in front of the courthouse taking abortion pills. I mean, Bruce, you saw them. Did those look like, I mean, my God, you, you talk about pure, just seething evil. That's it. That's it. Why do they want that so bad? What what is it about that that they want so bad? What why what why do you want to keep that? What what is what is it about that? I mean, maybe it's just I, I'm not I'm not delving into this this uh, this ritualistic sick mindset that I'm just not seeing it. Maybe that's it. Uh, I mean, I don't dabble in the occult unless it's for research purposes to look at other evil totalitarian movements throughout history, most notably the ones in Europe, but. This this is something completely different, um, the the likes of which I've never uh, I've never seen before. But explain to me how a political side of the aisle and a supposed elite of the world who champion no racism, inclusivity, fairness, and equality, and and get rid you know get rid of all the inequities and all all the buzzwords, right? explain to me how that particular ideologically thinking group of people want this particular uh, set of, uh, uh, of ritualistic sacrifices in the United States. Why are a majority, and I mean an overwhelming majority, why are a majority of these Planned Parenthood clinics that was run by Bill Gates's father for many years, why are a majority of these in minority neighborhoods? Fair question.
1: As far as, this is, um, I'll, I'll get into the theological side of it real quick. This is, even if you're not a Christian, let's say you're just someone that believes in good and evil, right? You you at least go that far and see that there's good and evil in the world. <laughs> Tell me, which side of the um, spectrum would you put uh, the desire to kill off the human race? Which Which, which side would you align? Because I know what how we align as Christianity, the as far as Christianity is concerned, all life which side wants to? We, yeah, we exactly. Life is sacred, uh, so we cherish life. Who, who, we, we want life. Who, yeah. So who? Who wants to kill off the humans? Um, the 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 carbon copies of God, the the ones that were made in God God's image. Who wants to kill those people off? Satan, Lucifer. Um, that's the one that wants to kill us off. Um, for whatever whatever his reasoning is um uh even if it's just out of uh, uh the desire to take as many down with him as he falls because he knows he's doomed, or if there's some other intention I don't know i I think that's probably more so what it is It's aI'm going to take as many of your kids with me as I go down. I think that's more what 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 the scenario is, but that's where I think this comes from this This comes from the same place that uh communism, socialism, marxism abortion all of that come from the same place the bowels of hell
0: you know you look back in in history and you you look at these these types of acts that are carried out by authoritative societies or whatever they always end in collapse always it never goes well it never goes well and when you get a uh, when you get an elite class of people that start uh going down that road, then it just goes bad for everybody. And I mean everybody. Look at the Aztecs. I mean they demanded uh, ritualistic human sacrifice for God's sake. I mean it was just it, it was barbaric. It was absolutely barbaric. The stuff they used to do on the on the killing rocks out there. It was I mean, you read about some of it's just it's horrible. And honestly, by modern day terms, I compare this to the same thing. Although this is about this is about the unborn, which is even worse. Right. I mean, that's quite frankly, that's just, well, it's just as bad.
1: Yeah. Murder's murder. But murder's in murder. the sense of, in the sense of what the Aztec did, the Aztec did it to, uh, I don't think they did it to unborn or newborn. I no, don't they did. I think it was no, no, more no, no. of like the it was, it was virgin living. blood and yeah, you yeah, know, all that kind yeah, of stuff. It was, that, it was living. Yeah. It was, it was yeah.
0: But uh, this, uh, th- this cult like behavior that stems from it, that, that, Takes you down that road of of uh, ritualistic human sacrifice. I mean, Bruce, you got the shock of your life when I told you about spirit cooking. You, you got you got a wake up call on that one, and you're sitting there and you're looking at it and you're like, "That's um, well, um, yeah." There's just no getting around that. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what these people do. That's the stuff. I mean, whether it's whether it's a, an actual hands on thing or rather it's something that's just ritualistic in nature. The fact is, is that they're still performing that type of an act. So what makes it different, in my opinion? What, what makes it different? Because it all leads to the same place in history every single time. It always leads that because it it's always just a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. We were trying to figure out yesterday and, and the day before, we were just kind of tossing ideas around behind the scenes. We're trying to figure out what is actually fueling all of this stuff that we're seeing now. And I can't help but think, because it's authoritarian in nature, I can't help but think that there is another more dark, sinister agenda that's going on behind the scenes that we just don't see. Because if you think about it, if you look at what totalitarian movements, such as, for example, the Nazi movement in, in Europe 100 years ago, if you, if you go back then, a lot of people are unaware, and it's not taught in mainline history, I had to look in other history books to even find this out and sit down and talk to historians before I even knew this. But it makes sense after you hear it. And that is, yes, the Nazis had a lot of financial backing from specific people, right? most notably the same people that are now financing China, but that was only one piece of it. The other part of it were the industrialists in Germany at the time that also funded the Nazi movement and Hitler. They were also occultists. All of them. The man that coddled Hitler and brought him up was a man by the name of Dietrich Eckhart. He's very little known in history. No one really knows who that is. And as a matter of fact, there's a documentary on Netflix that even talks about him. I was surprised to hear that. Uh, It was like the Circle of Evil or something. Uh, It it was a good documentary. It was done by some really great historians. If you have Netflix, give it a watch. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. But they explain the occultist movement behind what happened under that totalitarian movement of national socialism. And it was it was fascinating to understand that that's where it stemmed from. If you didn't have that occultist movement of evil, of pure evil, if you didn't have that, then you probably would not have had the totalitarian movement of national socialism across Europe. It might not have happened. And when all of those people in that that movement were disappeared or Uh, or just passed away or whatever. No one really paid attention to it. They created a monster and then they turned it loose. And we've done the same thing today. Can you really blame China? Can you blame them? And believe me, I I believe there's plenty of blame to go there. Can you blame China, though? Because they've done the same thing. The industrialists, the the, the wealthy crony capitalists, and and the people that are practicing this sick ritualistic nonsense in the West have gone over there and they've created another wind-up toy that they can now no longer control.
1: Uh, I would just like to also point out uh, we're talking about uh, uh, abortion and that uh, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: Which, by the way, uh, the woman the woman who created uh, just for for point of reference since we're uh, since I was talking about the totalitarian movement in in Germany just just on that point of reference, Margaret Sanger, the woman who was praised in the book Eco Science, who was the founder of Planned Parenthood. She was given awards by top Nazis at the Kaiser Wilhelm Institute for her work on eugenics. I just like
1: to throw that out there. Just, and that's mainline history. Anybody can look that up. Going back to theological stuff in the Bible, do you know there is a story that talks about what happens to, uh, well, at the time it was a city that um, praised abortion. It, it's not abortion in the sense of we know it killing the unborn. It's abortion in the sense of, uh, well, it's infancy basically. It's killing infants, not um, um, unborn, but same concept. Jericho. You look at the city of Jericho. Um, they were sacrificing to Moloch um, and the sacrifices were then put into jars uh, and the jars were put into the walls of the city. Um, there's a reason that they marched around Jericho, Jericho and um, God destroyed the walls because there was an immense amount of blood from innocents in those walls. I was just getting ready to say, and the walls came tumbling down. That is, uh, whether you think the, the story is metaphorical and didn't actually happen or not, the metaphor still holds true. Um, civilizations that have all taken up that same, uh, practice have all had the same outcome. The walls come tumbling down. Yep. Every one of them. You're absolutely right.
0: Uh Top Biden staffer takes an all expenses paid trip to China. Wouldn't have guessed that one, huh? All expenses paid trip. Sponsored by Never a Chinese communist <laughs> sponsored by a Chinese Communist Party influence group. Lawrence Wilson, a senior aide to President Joe Biden's Health and Human Services Secretary, Xavier Becerra. Uh, by the way, this is out of the National Pulse by Natalie Winters. Uh, fantastic work. And she's got the receipts to back it up. I love the work they do over there. Uh, this is available out on the nationalpulse.com. Uh, go check it out. Uh, they accepted a trip to China sponsored by a leading Chinese Communist Party linked propaganda group flagged by for its, ev- or for its efforts to coerce American leaders to, quote, take actions or adopt positions supportive of Beijing. It's kind of like the uh, mul- the uh, mainstream media enhancement. Yeah, <laughs> it's just basically it's the same
1: thing. Yeah, we uh we looked into him a bit yesterday as well. Uh huh. Um, and, and his boss. Uh, and his boss. Yeah. So he uh actually did some work with uh the Biden administration in Georgia. Uh, did some campaigning and whatnot there. Um, the depths of which what he did don't really know. You know, the funny business that went on, we don't know if he was involved in that at all. But uh, he was involved in that whole process.
0: You know what? Now that you mention that, that's kind of funny, isn't it? I have an aching feeling now that this is out with the receipts and everything. I have a funny feeling that um, Mr. Wilson here is probably going to get fired. uh, And then he'll, well, excuse me, he'll resign to pursue other opportunities in the political, uh, whatever. And he'll probably become a campaign manager for Stacey Abrams. Just a thought. It's possible.
1: Same, it's possible. same area, same area. Or unless he can do his aid job, retain that. And still, I don't know what the, the like legality of it and everything for an aid, I, I, you know, but
0: or he could just become an aide down there. He doesn't have to be a campaign manager, that, for, for example. But, that, that's true. You know, yeah. he could be he could be kind of he'd be off the radar. No one would see him, you know, just out of the way kind of thing. But he could still be in the cut. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilson, who currently serves as the uh, uh, scheduling and advanced, uh, excuse me, scheduling and advanced representative to the Department of Health and Human Services secretary, previously worked as the national advance lead on Biden's presidential campaign, just as you said. Posts on Earth from Wilson's social media accounts reveal that the Biden official participated in the 2015 delegation to China sponsored by the China United States Exchange Foundation, the CE or CUSEF, and adv- as an advisor to a cohort of college students. This is the organization that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. The same one. Boy, they, they seem to be very, very, um, h- how do I put it? They seem to be very uh, generous. About their trips to uh, to Beijing to, well, you know, to, to learn about the ways to show Beijing in a favorable light. I, I talked, I made the comparisons. The again? Yeah. I made the comparisons of what the Soviets used to do to send them like the all expenses paid trips to send them to Moscow, to go to the Lenin school and do the whole tours and, you know, learn about the ways of socialism and the revolution and everything else and how Bernie Sanders was a young mayor at the time who took that trip. Yeah. The CUSEF was founded by the vice chairman of the highest ranking entity, uh, excuse me, the highest ranking entity overseeing China's united front, which is a which is the US China Security and Economic Review Commission. Uh and the uh, and it notes that the country weaponizes to Co opt and neutralize sources of potential opposition to the policies and authority of its ruling. Chinese Communist Party and influence foreign governments to take actions or adopt positions supportive of Beijing. Again, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Now, I'm sure that's not any kind of enhancement or anything. No, no, of course not. No, wouldn't wouldn't serve to, you know, give them a, oh, I don't know, a, you know, a, maybe just a one-sided view of things. No, no I, I can't imagine it would. I'm sure it's very impartial and, and, and non-biased.
1: Yes, of course, comrade. Yes.
0: Unbiased. Yes. The CUSEF, or CHUSEF, whatever it's called, has deployed this tactic on American journalists and former congressmen, offering free trips to the country in exchange for favorable coverage, according to the Foreign Agent Registration Act, or FARA filings. I'm, I'm just curious, why, why aren't we hearing about uh, Fang Fang, you know, the one that uh, was Eric smallwell yeah, was, you, was uh, screwing up there on the uh, the House Intelligence Committee? Why aren't we hearing about that? Why aren't we hearing about That's Adam what, uh, Schiff and, and his connections? to the Chinese Communist Party that go all the way back to like, what was it, 2003? We were reading about 2003. This guy's been compromised since 2003. Why why aren't we hearing about Dianne Feinstein's driver, her personal driver, Senator Dianne Feinstein, who heads the Senate Intelligence Committee? Her driver for two decades was a Chinese Communist Party operative. And as far as I know,
1: she's still in the Senate. Uh, The the real question is, do you get your own complimentary fang fang on these trips. <laughs> I'm sure that there's probably
0: something along those lines. If I'm, if, if they're playing like the Soviets yeah. did, then yes, because they have, that's how they would compromise people. They would have sex operatives. Yeah. That's, that's how it would work.
1: I don't know that. I, I don't know why they like, in today's world, I'm not really sure world, how that would.
0: Play. Um, in today's world, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't play work. because they've they've broken uh. the family and they they promote monogamous yeah. relationships, so it, it doesn't play. You can't yeah. blackmail somebody with that anymore. That's why the whole Epstein thing scares the living hell out of these people because yeah. that's how they compromise people. They they knew that once they broke the families up in, well, in the 90s, they couldn't use that anymore, so they they had to change. They had to change tactics, and that's what they've been using.
1: Yeah, I, I was gonna the the one thing with the the Epstein situation. That one is a little. If if all it was was uh, them being um, unfaithful to their wives, it was just you know they had an affair, right? Consensual relationship. Um, that that you know that that whatever. But that, that, that's your own personal. That's between you, your your spouse, and God. I I don't really. It's not none of my business. That said, the reason this is of so much concern, Lolita Express. It's in the name. Underage for those that. Um, may not understand the term it yeah that that's the problem is some of these were underage women Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, men as well boys yeah so i that is the real concern Mm-hmm. There
0: is a uh, witness on the stand right now who just broke down. Uh, Jack Wasobiec's recording it. But anyway, uh, we'll talk about more of that case as more rolls in. I'm just hearing snippets here and there. I want to give it a, a big focus when we get more information. Yep. Uh, as revealed by FARA filings, the TRIPS function as part of a broader effort to effectively disseminate positive messages. To the media, key influencers, and opinion leaders, and the general public regarding the Chinese Communist Party. But I mean, why, why would you need such enhancement if you're just a, if you're just a barrel of just success? Why why would you need to convince people that you're a success? I mean, your actions should kind of speak for themselves. I mean, your, your results should kind of speak for itself. Bruce, you you did a street view, a Google Street View of some parts of China yesterday. Uh, you didn't sound impressed by what you were seeing.
1: No. Um. So. I kind of live in podunk areas. Uh, I have for most of my life. I've I've lived in some the not well off parts of the U.S. Uh, in 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 Middle America, and um, those places look. I, I'm talking the places. I haven't lived in these places, but I've been around these places. Uh, you know, the kind that have like the refrigerator, the toilet, the cars, and all of that uh, uh-huh. rusting in their yards, um, you know, the old lawnmowers, you know, that uh-huh. kind of stuff, you know, that, oh, yeah, yeah. that is actually more classy than some of the locations I was seeing, um, there. Uh, I, I went to one of their, uh, I don't, I don't, it, it was a reservoir and it would be, uh, um, here it would be somewhere you would go, uh, you know, with like your dad or your grandpa or, or your buddies or whatever and go out fishing, right? Have, have a few beers you know catch a few fish you know catfish bass whatever the the amount of trash uh i mean uh gp i can hear his head exploding with the amount of trash that was there and it's not like it was just like you know uh, someone just had a party and it was you know they didn't clean up after up themselves this trash had been there for years uh you could see some that had been faded like the the lettering and everything had faded off from from sun bleaching um it, it was it was bad. Um, that was in their more rural areas, outside of outside of the city. Um, yeah, it, it looked it looked bad. Uh, you, you think it it it? Some of the locations made like places like San Francisco it like gave them a run for their money. the 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 only the only catch with San Francisco is uh, needles. That that's that's the the big difference. They didn't have the needles in the street that I could see. I
0: guess that's why you have to convince people and give them all expenses paid trips
1: or paid trips. Just like North
0: Korea. Just like North Korea. They show you the showcase cities, which in this case would be like Beijing and Shanghai. And uh, I, I didn't even really consider Hong Kong, but I mean, technically it is part of China now. So Hong Kong and all the rest of I it. mean, Hong Kong's now it is by, you yeah, know, putting a gun by to your three, head. Yeah, that. But uh, yeah, like Shenzhen and all that stuff. I mean, these are these are showcase cities, the ghost cities that they were built. Those are showcase cities. I mean, most of those things, like the, the plastic cities that they just they show you that are like all lit up and everything that no one lives in. That's what they show you. But anyway, uh, the delegation was the result of collaboration between the CUSEF and the Congressional Black Caucus, which counts membership from most officials in Congress, including Representative Ilhan Omar and prior to becoming vice president, the India-Jamaican origin Kamala Harris. The program, the African American Students Exchange Program, was inaugurated in 2012 and operates in cooperation with the Congressional Black Caucus. Since its inception, it has hosted over 750 students and is funded by the Chinese Ministry of Education, which... I'm only assuming is run by the Chinese Communist Party because they are the ruling party of the government. So I would assume that the Chinese Ministry of Education is run by the CCP. I just, I would assume so. Now, there are some testimonials from uh, from several trip participants, but I'm not going to go through all of these because they're quite extensive. But I will post these. In our Telegram chat, I will post this report in our Telegram page, and uh, those of you who are signed up to us over there can take
1: a look at it and read it for yourself. Uh, but is it, it is it on the level of the tennis player over there? How um, the the letter that she released saying I'm okay, I'm staying well, at home, and these are is it, yeah, is it that are, level? <laughs> Uh, the, these are these are people these are like our our citizens
0: that are saying these things. Uh, but I, I guess I can give you one here. I learned that the culture and history of China far exceeds those of the United States, exceeds it so well, it's predicted that China will be the number one country of foreign policy and investments in less than 20 years open your eyes and your mind, research for yourself, and don't be corrupted by the misinterpretation the classrooms feed us. God knew that I needed to participate in this program. He saw me fit to be one of the 20 students that will help spread the positive light of an amazing communist country, as well as help bridge a gap between the China-U.S. cultural exchanges. Does that sound like the um, the enhanced speech that was given by uh, by the tennis uh, star?
1: Uh, yeah, it it does indeed sound yeah. like the yeah. same rhetoric. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's almost like those were pre-written and approved. You know, I'm sorry. And they sorry. just picked from you know.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I do believe that these are. Yeah, these are. Yeah, okay. So these are some testimonials that that are put up by some of
1: them. Okay, so uh, Wilson, uh, thank yeah. Go ahead. One more, one more thing on that on that last mm-hmm. one before we go too far. Uh-huh. Um, there there there's a, a slight problem with that. Um, they mentioned God in there? Yes. Were you pla- were, were you praising the state? Is that what you meant to do? Were you praising the state? Because there is no God under Marxism. No.
0: Wilson thanked the CUSEF for inviting him on the delegation. As an advisor on Instagram, adding the trip was, all expenses paid. Of course it was. Of course it was all expenses paid. Uh, Wilson's account also contains posts from the events, including the closing banquet, opening ceremony, and sightseeing on Instagram, and similarly tweeted about attending the CUSEF delegation. Bruce, you and I went over the photos yesterday of everything that uh, that went on there, uh, and clearly he's in China, and clearly he's sitting there with a bunch of CCP delegates right there at the bottom in the front row, as you can see, and you see our star guys right there in the in the front row there next to the other CCP member right there. Yeah. In addition to serving in the Biden White House, Wilson's other stints in Democratic politics include Raphael Warnock's Georgia State Senate campaign, which I don't even think that guy was actually elected uh, because they did exactly the same thing on that election night as they did during the uh, November 3rd general election. So, I mean, they did ballot dumps in the middle of the night and you see the vertical up on the on the graph of the ballot, dump, I mean, it, come on. Uh, he also served on Barack Obama's re-election campaign and the gun control advocacy group March for Our Lives. These are the people we're sending over to be
1: enhanced. Uh, honestly, I uh, I I think the Chinese are more than welcome to take those people and individuals. I think they are too. And, and, yeah. Of course, they are.
0: I, I think they are too. Of course, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, honestly, um, I if I just just and I'm not, I'm not defending this. I, I'm not defending this, but as I've said, and as you've said, these, these are the dupes, right? D- these are the dupes. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not talking about just these, these poor saps that they've sent over there to get indoctrinated into this, this Marxism nonsense, but their bosses are the dupes and their bosses are the dupes all the way up the chain, all the way up the chain. If you were the Chinese communist party, if you or the Chinese Communist Party, and you wanted to accomplish this type of infiltration, I ask the question, what would you do?
1: Also, um, I just kind of want to point out, if you listen to the testimonial there, they quoted, there is some facts in there. China does actually have quite an extensive history. I mean, they've been in existence for much longer than the United States. Um, this is true. But you notice the conclusion they, they push you into. So clearly, because China has so much... Cultural her- heritage already. Uh, that means within twenty years they're going to be the at the forefront of foreign policy globally. I'm sorry, what? How how did you how did you get from A to B there? Like where where where's 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 the line there? Because there's no connection point between those two things. Um, the, the, there's an incongruency there. It, it's almost like a it, it's kind of a, a paper we were we were uh, looking at yesterday uh, or an essay. Um. We would call that basically cognitive dissidence, uh, more or less. It's it's they're 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 telling you a truth and then feeding you a lie at the same time. That makes no sense together. But then they move on to the next point. There there is no closure to their point. They don't fill they don't fill in the blanks or any of that kind of stuff. And you're you're left with all these cliffhangers causes some some uh we'll just say damage to to one psyche
0: and why is it that they're so effective at that particular way of twisting people's minds it's because they are masters of deceit all right we are going to have to go i want to thank you for being here today bruce i want to thank all of the listeners everyone have a great evening